Digital technologies are fundamentally changing what's possible. And what that means is that every company in every industry has to be inspired by what digital makes possible. This involves establishing a vision, but recognizing that we don't know exactly where that vision is going to take us. So this is the Christopher Columbus thing. You start heading west to the Indies, but when you end up in the Bahamas, you go, oh, okay, well, this is good too. The thing about these changes is that they are horribly uncomfortable for anyone who has risen to the top of the organization by being the smartest person in the room. I'm Paul Michaelman, and this is MIT Sloan Management Review's Three Big Points. Each episode, we take on one topic that leaders need to be on top of right now and leave you with three key takeaways for you and your organization. We love data. We love innovation, the world changers, the mind blowers. We love ideas, impossible ideas, big, impossible, crazy as a loon ideas. We love falling down and getting back up and accepting our mistakes and moving on. We love it all. With love, Cloudera. When thinking about designing a company for the digital age, many leaders choose to focus on strategy rather than the nitty-gritties of execution. That, says today's guests, could be a fatal error. We're going to have to make sure that the technology, the process, the people all fit together very tightly, and there's no way that's going to happen by accident. Senior executives are going to own it or it won't happen, and if it doesn't happen, they will not be able to execute any strategy in the digital economy. That's Jeannie Ross from MIT's Center for Information Systems Research. She's co-author of the new book, Designed for Digital, How to Architect Your Business for Sustained Success. Ross says that successful digital organizations focus as much on how they will get things done as much as what they are trying to accomplish. They must carefully design new digital workplaces by transforming processes, technologies, and the ways people work. The idea is to make sure that when a person does something that affects another person or a process happens automatically, that other parts of the organization that need to know or are affected are aware. So we have a seamlessness about the organization that has long been desired but has tended not to be true of organizations. That drive toward seamlessness, argues Ross, must begin with top leadership, the very top. The only person who can ultimately really design the entire organization is, in fact, the CEO. This is a senior management responsibility. But at the same time, everyone plays a role in our increasingly flat, less hierarchical organizations. So much of the input on strategy, on what will work, on how resources should be allocated, has to actually bubble up from the lowest levels of the organization. So we're looking for people throughout the company to own accountability for identifying what customers will buy, what technology makes possible, what strategy even makes sense. People throughout the organization need to be free to come up with new ideas. And as we know, that can take a lot of trial and error. 
Leaders must not only accept this, but embrace it. Our great challenge here is being inspired by technology. What can it do? That takes a lot of iteration. We have a great idea, but it doesn't quite resonate with the customers. Uh, Take, for example, the connected toothbrush. There were a number of companies who thought this was going to be the coolest thing ever, but customers are kind of going, why do I want my toothbrush to be connected, right? So there's things we can do, and then there's things customers will pay for. And we have to iterate and iterate and iterate until we kind of zero in on what's possible that they'll pay for. One company Ross cites as having succeeded on this front with leaders adapting to the new environment, DBS Bank in Singapore, which is one of the most digital financial service companies out there. She argues that they were successful because leaders accepted that their strategy was always going to be in flux. DBS's vision has evolved over time. At one point, it was making banking joyful. At another point, it was making banking invisible. And senior executives are shifting as they recognize how they want to direct the experiments in their company, how they want to experiment, what they want to experiment on. And this ability to evolve the strategy relates back to recognizing that we didn't quite get it right or what was right before is not quite right now. This isn't about, well, uh, we want growth in certain markets or we want an improvement in our profitability. This is about reestablishing a direction and then allowing people to experiment according to that direction. In short, a digital company has to experiment, has to have employees who are empowered to experiment, and has to have leaders ready to adapt. And this is really important to relinquish control. They want to take charge of an emerging strategy. And this involves establishing a vision, but recognizing that we don't know exactly where that vision is going to take us. So this is the Christopher Columbus thing. You start heading west to the Indies, but when you end up in the Bahamas, you go, oh, okay, well, this is good too. And that kind of adaptability is the new strategy. And I think this is going to feel very different. These changes are not, I repeat, not easy for everyone or probably anyone. The thing about these changes is that they are horribly uncomfortable for anyone who has risen to the top of the organization by being the smartest person in the room. And what we have to do as senior executives adapting to digital is to become comfortable outside our comfort zone. Constantly evolving your strategy actually becomes your new senior management responsibility. They can no longer just structure the company, establish that hierarchical organizational chart. They now have to empower people throughout the organization to understand and test what customers will want. And empowering is really, really hard. They have to coach their people. They have to stop trying to be the smartest person in the room and try to be the person in the room who can help all the best ideas come out. Oh, and one more thing. That phrase, digital company, it applies to all companies. Whether you've realized it yet or not, your company is a digital company. 
One thing that's true about the competitive landscape right now is that digital technologies are fundamentally changing what's possible. And what that means is that every company in every industry has to be inspired by what digital makes possible. So if you think you're safe from these changes, you are sorely mistaken, my friend. And with that, three big points to remember about running successful digital companies from MIT Sloan's Jeannie Ross. Number one, business strategy can no longer be set in stone, or probably even clay. Senior executives want to embrace a strategy that will evolve. This involves establishing a vision that will direct your experiments in which you learn what strategies can actually succeed. Number two, forget those outdated ideas about traditional organizational structure. Design, not structure your company. Structure stabilizes, design coordinates people, process, and technology. And number three, let go. You need to empower your people. The way you'll learn whether your vision is achievable and what specific strategies will lead you there and what digital offerings will be possible is by empowering your people to establish experiments. That's this week's Three Big Points. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are streamed. We will be forever in your debt if you would take a moment to rate our program or post a review on Apple Podcasts. It can really help with discoverability. Three Big Points is produced by Mary Dew, music by Matt Reed, marketing and audience development by Desiree Barry. Our coordinating producer is Mackenzie Wise. Thanks for listening.